No, like I was just too stoned and I was just like, and like I texted Isaac and I was like, I'm too stoned. I'm at Faust and I'm too, and he's like, it's okay. It's just the pot. He's like, go sit outside, get some food. And so we did that. And And then you ate hush puppies and I'm like, oh, I get it now. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Everything made sense. Um... Alright, ready? Yeah. Okay. Hey, everyone. It is your girl, Huerca, uh, OG. And I have not posted in a while, but that's okay. Life happens. Um, but I am back with a very special co-host. <laughs> I can't see you. Okay. Oh, I'm smiling really big. <laughs> She's smiling really big. It is my girl... Terka, Terka, Terka. Terka, Terka. Terka, Terka. Terka with the K. What's happening? Um, we have some good stuff to talk about today. And um, we've already kind of talked about uh, weed and your relationship with it. With cannabis. Mm-hmm. With Mary Jane. Yeah, so I, so my parents are pretty conservative, so I didn't really grow up in a household that was, like, you know, open to the idea of, yeah. it was strict on all matters, including alcohol, so when I got to college, I was like, oh my god, this is amazing, and I preferred it over alcohol for a long time, so I would just go home after school, do my homework, and then smoke, watch Family Guy, and pass out, that was that's what I did for like a year. That yeah. sounds really good though. Yeah, it was great. I had a I had a, like a lot of time like that I spent with weed and then my friends, like we had my weed friends, we had a really strong relationships because of it, I think. But there was one night where I ate like a quarter of a brownie and that just fucked me up. But you didn't, so, but a quarter of a brownie? <clears throat> no, like. Like you ate a quarter of the pan of brownies. Right, yeah. <laughs> That's a huge difference. Yeah, I ate a quarter of, of a, pan. a pan. So like think about a cake, a regular sheet cake. <laughs> I ate a quarter of that along with like three other friends and it fucked all of us up. I remember getting a call from my friend that lived down the street, and the apartment complex that we were smoking in or eating in, it was just like a circle. All we had to do is circle to get around and get it. And she called me, she's like, I can't get out. And it's like, all you had to do was turn left, and the exit was right there. So that should tell you, like, it was four of us that kind of made this, like, pact, and we ate all of it, but... It was very tra- like traumatizing for me because I had I I lost control. Yeah, and um, it it scared the crap out of me. So every once in a while, I'll like go and smoke, but I don't smoke like like I used to. I'll take a hit here and there if it's there available, but I don't go out of my way to go and like get really really high. Yeah. Do you, um, like, back then, were you doing it just, like, recreationally, or did you ever, like, realize, like, oh, this helps my anxiety, or this is helping me sleep, or this is, or you were just, like, in college, so you I was in college, and it was done definitely recreationally. I had, again, I think I had really good friends that took care of me, and we took care of each other, and we smoked. We laughed, we giggled, we thought we talked about very like serious, you know, um, we had serious conversations. Mm-hmm. Um, it was definitely a, a a way to to build our bond and our relationship. So I thought it was great. Like, why haven't I discovered this sooner? Oh my god, I'm such a noob. I'm so green. L O L. But I I think um, I think it was definitely something that. It's like a long lost friend that I had. Like it's like we kind of broke up, you know. Yeah. But we didn't break up because you know it's still there. But like you lost touch. Yeah. Yeah. And the, and that's really hard, you know. So. Yeah. Um. 
So, as far as, like, smoking, okay, so, with smoking, like, how old were you when, it was, like, 18 college? Like, 18, 19? It was, like, 19. Because, like, I smoked at parties, but I never was, like, super, like, I drank a lot. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. And I smoked at parties, like, they were passing it around. It wasn't nearly as, as as much as I smoke now. And especially since, like, starting this. Yeah. Um, but it's, like, hard. And I know our friends have mentioned it. And I went through it, like, with my nephew. Like, because you're in college and you're just getting stoned or whatever. I also am recreational. Like, I sometimes I just want to get stoned and watch Buffy. But... Like, there are, like, benefits to it. And Correct. I really, really believe in, like, using it for medicinal purposes and stuff like that. Yes. And we're on our way to legalization. So, like, how would you, or, like, how how do you feel, because you have nieces and nephews, you have mm-hmm. nephews, um, like, just, like, kids growing up and this whole, like, it's, it's a drug in some states and it's not, because my thing was where my nephew is, like, it's not legal, and it's just, like, I don't want you to know that I smoke, and I don't want it to be something that you do because you could get in trouble for it. Right. And you're not 18 yet, and I don't think you can grasp the actual consequences of getting caught with it in a state where it's not legal. Right. I think, um, it's, I think it's very confusing for those that understand coming from past like me coming it was like super illegal now I think it's a lot more flexible obviously yeah. um but I think that if when my nephews get older and and they I mean a conversation will be had and I think that if you're a parent or whatever legal guardian of these children and you want to smoke with them I think you should at least to be the first one to do it with them um but I think that it's very confusing right now. Yeah. So, we have states who've legalized it, and other states that are, like, slowly getting there. So. Yeah. And then, like, in the states that have legalized it, it's 21 and up. I see, yeah. Yeah. Um, so, I, I mean, I think that's interesting, kind of having that, like, okay, this is wrong, because it's illegal, but, like, morally, like, I don't think it's wrong. Right. I agree with you completely. I think people, states are just trying to find that middle ground um, and making sure that, yes, make it legal and decriminalize it, because that's really important to do, um, but also um, understand that, like, there are a lot, a lot, many benefits to smoking. Yeah. Aside recreational. So. so, that brings us to our next topic. We made a segue there. <laughs> Woo! Um, and it's a county thing, right? In Harris County, in mm-hmm. Houston, Houston, Texas. What up, H Town? <laughs> um, sorry, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> My throat felt funny for a second. It was like I couldn't swallow. Oh, you know what? I figured out. Remember when I texted you and I was like, I forgot how to smoke from my pipe? Yeah. I was like, wow. <laughs> yeah. That was that was a great text. I don't know why I was. I started laughing hilariously. I was like, wow. Because I thought I forgot how to smoke from it. I thought I was blowing, like I was blowing out. Like I couldn't suck in. Like I couldn't mm-hmm. inhale. And then I just realized that it was dirty, and I needed to clean this. Like, I need, I popped the screen out, and I changed the screen. Oh. That's all that was wrong. But I was so high, I thought I forgot how to, like... Maintenance is important. Take care of your pipes. And yeah. Oh. Um, I want... Shout out to Pokeable. It's, um... Have I told you about this? So, no. it's... And they follow me on Instagram. And I need to buy one. It's an ashtray... But it has, like, a top. So it looks like a little ball. Like a Pokemon? Like a Pokeball? Oh. 
I guess, but that's not why it's called that. It's oh. called a poke a bowl because it has a little it has a little pico, like a pokey, and so you can like you just turn your pipes over and like put it oh, and I, it all falls yeah. in. Yeah. And like they like they close so they don't smell. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So where is it? I don't have oh, one. I, I need one. Like, I don't want to see it. No. I I want one though. Anyone out there that wants to, you should buy Pokeballs. And then I'm going to tell Pokeball, like, hey, I have a podcast. You should send me a Pokeball. 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 No, I didn't even think about that, like, Pokemon. Maybe it's a play on with words. I feel like... Got it? Yeah, there you go. Oh. Teamwork makes the dream work. <laughs> There's a little bit. No, I'm good. Um. And we have more weed. Um. Oh, so in Houston. See, this is where. <laughs> in Houston, um, they have apparently decriminalized. What is it? I don't know how Pop. much it is. So, I don't know. I heard that it's like a like a $500 fine and a class. You have to take a class. But um, what's the class about? Like, don't smoke weed? <laughs> I don't know. Like, um, so like yeah. Like, is they're going to start... That's the other thing. Like, that's a great... That's a great thing to happen. Like, regulation and like policy. But, like, what are the... For example... Are you going to start, like, like, what's the class? Are you going to start getting, like, driving while high, you know? Yeah. Like, what are these, like, unintended consequences? Because I think you can get, you get DUIs, um... But then are they going to start making, like... Like, in other, in other states where it's legal, like, they they encourage you not to drive. Like, they have, like, PSAs. Oh, but how do they measure that? Do you know what I'm saying? Like, oh, you look high, and I'm going to, you have to blow here, and... You're way over the limit. Like, there's... I don't know. Because, mm-hmm. um... Yeah. The... Because, like, in Colorado, they have, like, PSAs. Yeah. Like... Yeah, like, there's this one of a guy hanging his TV. And then it's like, hanging your TV is okay when you're high. But driving to go get another one isn't, and then, like, his TV falls. <laughs> that sounds, like, cheesy and not creative at all. <laughs> like, what the fuck? Who came up with that? Probably some It's probably, like, state, state, state yeah. channel. Um. So, Houston. State channel? Like, <laughs> what's a state channel? Like, this like local like... funding. They couldn't hire someone who's, like, legit, so... They have a poor PSA, a non-creative PSA about, you know, getting high and oh. dropping your TV. So when you said state channel, I was thinking, like, in, like some dystopian, like, no, there's only one channel. <laughs> <laughs> and it's, no. like, government channel. It's state channel. <laughs> like, I mean, we technically have that through PBS, but PBS so far has well, been successful. I, I love yeah. PBS. No, I'm... Yeah. Too but wishbone was yeah. the shit. What's the story? Wishbone. <laughs> yeah, he would dress up as, like, Hercules. <laughs> My favorite is when he, when he dressed up as Sherlock Holmes. Oh, yeah. Because that's when I thought he was legit. <laughs> Not any other character. Oh, man. Wishbone. So, yeah. Houston. Houston. <laughs> So, Houston has done this, or is doing it. San Antonio, San I heard. Antonio, yeah, there's some heard some talk. chisme. There's some rumor about San Antonio doing the same. <laughs> um, um, but I'd also like to name drop the council members <laughs> in San Antonio. It was Saldana. Trevino and Gonzalez. Do you think they're potheads? Or have... I think think they probably have smoke in the past. Yeah. For sure. Uh, What's his name? Which one? 
Trevino? Yeah. He yes. looks, dude. I look at I look at that picture of him, I'm like, hey, I get you. Yeah. You look at his eyes and you're like, yeah, man, I get you. Oh, Saldania too. And he's, 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 he's young. young. Yeah, <laughs> that fool definitely smokes. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. I think. What, what about Shirley? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, Shirley's comment, we're going to name drop people and be vague about not knowing about this because we did, we do know what's happening. She was like, we can look at other cities like Houston and see if we can. Yeah. So I think she would be on board if, if it was like, you know, properly done. Yeah. She's a mom. She's a mom. She probably thinks mom things. I'm pretty sure she's thinking mom. It's always like on mom. I don't feel like once you become a mom, I feel like you're always gonna have mom minds. Yeah. So I might have to pee soon. <laughs> <laughs> Like, there's that issue, and I think it's also that it hits close to home, and, and what we talk about is, like, the first people to jump on this, our venture, are, like, you know, these companies that have the money, and most of the people that we've seen have been white men Yeah, take advantage of this because they have the money, access to the market, uh, privilege, and um, it's, like, a fight between another fight, another issue that's rising between, like, persons of color and these, you know, white privilege. Like, I think it's fucked up. I think we have persons of color should definitely stand up and be like, what's going on? Like, this is something that we've always done. I don't know. I just don't think it's okay. So. Um... So, I'm trying to look up the collective. Oh, yeah, there's a collective in Seattle. Oh, we're looking it up. Yeah. Um, called Weed Women Wi-Fi. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm going to eventually pull them up. So they had in Seattle, they basically have this problem where the, you know, weed is legalized and then you have these companies, you know, um, popping up, selling weed, you know, your local shop. And most of them are owned and led and employees are men or white men. And... Sorry, it's Women Weed Wi-Fi. Mm. Um, and just... So, yeah, womenweedwifi.com is their website. And just from there about me, uh, Women Weed Wi-Fi is a space dedicated to highlighting badass chicks who pursue their dreams, are committed to building strong communities, and share the love of cannabis. Which I think is so cool. They're, like, super chingonas. Like, what's going on? Um, and embracing that culture, like, this shit was mine, too. Like, I was here, and I think it's great. I think it's a great, great opportunity, and I think it's great to show that. Yeah, and I think, um, so, especially, like, us and them and Jaimeha and spaces for women are important, um, just because, like, I mean, I don't think you get completely, it's not the same as alcohol when you smoke weed. You're not yeah. completely out of it. You're not really, like, losing, at least for me, like, losing so much control. Right. But you are still losing control, right? Like, you're, you're yeah. still smoking, and it's good to be in a comfortable space. And um, I met this girl who, like, 
she was like, oh, like, you smoke. That's so cool. And she was, she was a kid. Like, she wasn't a kid, but compared to us, like, because she was, I think, 20 or something. Mm-hmm. 19 or 20. And she said, she was like, I only smoke with guys. Like, I don't have a lot of, like, girl, well, yeah. like, friends who are girls who are stoners. Yeah. Um. That's and definitely she, a thing. Yeah, and she was like, and I don't always like smoking with some of the guys that yeah. want to smoke, like, are smoking around them. And it's like, yeah, because you need to be in a space where you're comfortable because there is some loss of con- control. And, yeah. Um, so, yeah, I, I, it's definitely needed. Um, and that's one of the main reasons why I want it to not be, like, I want to be part of that movement yeah. to, you know, get women smokers, like, safe spaces. and Yeah, because yeah. I think I've had, like, I've had many experiences where I smoke with all kinds of people. And I think my favorite is just smoking with women. And it's just, like, a lot of fun. And you just, like, kind of, like, cheese me hour, but not cheese me hour because you're laughing at your fingers or your <laughs> the color of your nails. Like, it's just, like... Or you just talk about the love of Selena and that purple, like, that always haunts you in your dreams. Or you just look at each other yeah. and you just get it or you just laugh because this is shit. It's you just start really coloring. Funny. Yeah. Oh, yeah, you start coloring. You totally zoned out and started coloring. Like, you know, these these new this new market for coloring books, adult <laughs> coloring books, is, it's, it's a, a real thing. Shout out to those colors out there. Is that even right? Is that conjugated right? Colors. That's weird. Oh, colors. Colors. This one's for you, man. Yeah. But, yeah, I, I think... I, I agree with you. I think there's definitely a space for us, just, like, women to just chill, be brown, um, be black, and just find empowerment in that. Because, yeah. man, the patriarchy, man, capitalism, fuck you. This is my space and my weed. Bye. Bye. Oh, I agree. How you feeling? Pretty good. Good. I mean, I'm gonna. I have water. I'm gonna drink some water because my tongue, you know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> my tongue, you know. Oh. I can you, you want my inhaler? <laughs> no. Oh. no, I can breathe. I was just being weird. I'm a little, I'm a little toasty. Yeah. You just get I'm those like high moments where you just like have longer pauses than usual. That's that a happens thing. to me a lot. Yeah. I also feel like I use too many words to say things that I could say in less words. Yeah. That. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You should, yeah, yeah. I just say the same things over and over, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's how you ended up being terca, terca. Oh, yes, that's true. I, yes, yeah, yes. <laughs> oh. I'm so awkward. No, look at my Aztec. You know, it's not really the Aztec calendar. Which one is it? That they thought that was the Aztec calendar, but it's not. It's just one of their. Um, I thought it was like the sun thing. Or it is the sun thing. It, I forgot yeah. what it's called, but it's not the calendar. But they call it the calendar because. But they did they not use it to like count an amount of. They did, but it's not they, like the calendar. Yeah, it's not yeah. the yeah. But that looks cool. Yeah, I like it. I saw it in real life. We are doing so good tonight. <laughs> I saw it in real life. We're so we're talking so about good. the... Uh, yeah, we have the... I was about to say... <laughs> OG has the uh, the Aztec calendar, technically. Well, it's not really the Aztec calendar, but he has it uh, in her room. And I was telling her that I saw this... Um, when I went to Mexico, and it was amazing. Um, so when you were in Mexico, mm-hmm. like, what, 
Did you go by yourself? So, I met some friends in Guadalajara. So, I was in Mexico for, like, six weeks. And the first... Seems longer. I know. I did so much. It seemed like you were there for a long time. Um, the first three weeks, I was not by myself. Mm-hmm. Um, I met up with one of my really good friends um, in Guadalajara. And then from Guadalajara, I also met some new friends. And then... That's always fun. It is. It's a lot of fun. I have a good group of friends there, and I still talk to them on WhatsApp and... Yeah, just keep up with them. And then um, we went out a lot. Um, I did take a vow of not drinking, Mm -hmm. but I would pick, like, one night where, okay, I'm going to drink, like, one (laughs) one beer. Like, I'm going to have, like, a a couple of drinks. So so I didn't really get drunk. Um, What was your... What what was your reason for giving up drinking or trying to drink not as much? Um... I just wanted it to, I just wanted to feel, I think there's just a lot of stuff that I was personally dealing with, mm. and I wanted to go to the motherland, and I've been wanting to go on this trip for, like, two years, yeah. and it finally came, the time arrived, and um, it was a trip of me feeling a little bit lost of, like, who I am, and I need to go and find some of my roots and understand my roots and where I come from. Um, I wanted uh, a time, like, 20... This last year of 26 was really rough on, like, elections and all being bombarded by the news and, like, just all that was just yeah. really rough on any normal human being. So I just kind of needed to get away. And this was the perfect time to do it. So the reason why I don't want to drink or smoke or anything was because I wanted to feel everything. Yeah. I wanted to feel it and then let it go. Like, I just wanted to feel like, oh, I'm feeling so sad right now. This is an issue that I'm dealing with. Like, I'm, you know, upset because of the the outcome of the election or oh, all these things that I was... I just wanted to feel it and I yeah. think that not drinking or doing anything um help me help me do that so that's why yeah um I think I mean more with like drinking and I've gotten to the point where I prefer to smoke than drink I just don't like the way I am Mm -hmm. when I'm drinking um or I don't like I was gonna say and I hate saying losing time because that makes me (laughs) sound like an alcoholic and that's another story but I was like there was a night at um, a certain place on a Thursday night, I just, like, I don't remember. I, like, don't remember anything. Yeah, I just black out. Yeah. Yeah. And I just feel that, like, with pot, like, that doesn't happen. Like, if anything, I'm, like, it's enhancing the experience. Right. So even if I'm sitting there and I'm quiet or I'm not, like, woo, you know? (laughs) Like, I'm just a lot more, like... I'm experiencing it. So, I mean, I, I, I get that. Um, but was there... So you were there... So was there six weeks, so you asked me if I was alone. The first yeah. three weeks, I wasn't. And the weeks after that, <coughs> I was. Um, and I was in Guadalajara, and then I went around Guadalajara, like, Ajijic, like, all those small towns. Guadalajara is, like, like, fancy. Like, Guadalajara is... It it's reminds old. it reminds me a lot of actually of San Antonio, um, the art, the architecture of the people. Yeah, uh, it is very old, but it's like the second largest city after Mexico City. Yeah, but it's I really loved it there, and um, after traveling around and seeing all parts of Mexico, I would live there. That's where I would live. Yeah, close second would be Mexico City, but Mexico City is really like dense. Yeah. Like, super dense. And traffic everywhere. Doesn't matter what time it is, there's just traffic. That's how I felt in New York City. Mm. Whoa. Um, Are we in the dark? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> um, yeah, that's how I felt in New York City. Like, it's like, whoa, there's never gonna be a time where I... Did you want me to turn it off? No. Okay. It didn't mean a surprise either. <laughs> 
<laughs> no, my lot. eyes my eyes get like weird. Like I believe you a lot look high. Me, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah, I just felt like there's never gonna be a time where you like if I. It's like if you stop moving, the city's gonna like swallow you up. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think Mexico. What I really like. Those two cities, Guadalajara and Mexico, really made an impact on me because of how, I I don't know, like, I would visit the museums, and I was there for the longest period of time on my trip, and the food, the people, the accessibility to just walk around and go to the grocery store. Like, I didn't need a car, Um, and... It was just really nice. Um, and Guadalajara has... Both Guadalajara and Mexico actually have a great gay scene. Like, it's both fantastic. Yeah. Um, the one night that I did decide to drink, and I had... They were very strong drinks, but we went to the, like, the Les Night in Guadalajara in this mm-hmm. bar. Um, and I walked in. I was, And it looked like there was going to be... And it was like, whatever. It's going to be boring. Whatever. And I walk in with my friend. <laughs> whatever. I was like, whatever. Let's just get a little bit of drink. Dance. And then go. But I walked in. You know, I circled around. And the club... You know, you had your DJ. So the floor was filled up. And then you had your DJ up in the... Within yeah. her booth. Doing her thing. And it was just like this magical place where I walked in it's like Latino music playing so it was like a cumbia playing it's like and you know and then it's like all these beautiful brown women dancing and I was like oh my god this is amazing <laughs> and it's not but and they were very open to like talking because I was like with like two other friends and they were really open to talking to us and that was great um and the best part was that there was like women go-go dancers and that was really hot and I was like yeah girl you dance (laughs) so I really appreciated that and the same thing in Mexico City like it it was just the fact that already it's hard to find like queer places queer POC places Mm -hmm. and then to be able to go to a city where it's just filled with that yeah um, and all these like beautiful brown women is just like that sounds like yeah really awesome yeah and then like the videos that they were showing while they DJ was like also they were really great so it was just like yeah wow this place is magical my finger went in the bowl so and then I went to Mexico City and I had a lot of fun too there as well and I made friends and um I I really enjoyed Mexico City a lot was there any place that had like a like a like, you had, like, a profound, like, something really, like, moved you? Or, like, any point where you just, like, thought, like, oh, shit, like, I'm here? Or Yeah. I'm... I had I had a couple of times, a few times where I was like, oh, shit. Because I think I do, I know not to get all Oprah, Oprah-ish here, but, you know, do she does, you like, want. you have the power of your word, there's a word in your power. So I felt like that. So a long time I was like, I'm going to go to Mexico and I'm going to do this. And it happened. So... Yeah, really, really nerdy. (laughs) (laughs) So I, one of the moments where I felt like, oh shit, I'm here, is when I went to Teotihuacan, and that's like um, where the Pyramid del Sol and Pyramid de Luna Mm -hmm. are, and to be able to go there and climb all these steps, get to the top, um, I did have help from my inhaler, (laughs) thank you inhaler, um... And be there at the top and understand that there used to be a civilization that randomly disappeared and no no one knows what happened to them. Yeah. And be at the top and they built these pyramids is astounding. I was just like, whoa, 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 whoa. Wow. <laughs> just to speak, it's, yeah. Yeah. No, the, I mean, that sounds like, so... I've said it in other podcasts, and not to get into it, and I've just said it, seen as my friend, freaking dogs, um, seen as, like, my friends are the only ones that listen to the podcast, <laughs> they've heard this before, but, like, I have this, I feel like saying I have this theory sounds like I came up with it all on my own, but I didn't, 
I'm sure other people think it. Like, that, the, like the earth and, like, the land hold yeah. a lot of energy. Oh, absolutely they do. Um, and so, like, for me, like, sometimes I need to, like, get away from, like, where we're at and, like, mm-hmm. go to the beach. Right. Because it just holds, like, a different energy and, like, I feel like... Um, like, I feel like I'm in charge, or, like, not in charge, but people, like, look to me, whether, like, in family situations or something, like, for, like, oh, like, you got this. Like, you're the point person. Right. Um, and in, like, my regular job, like, because I'm, it's, like, a teaching type atmosphere, and I'm the one teaching. It's, like, all that attention. So, I like places that I feel really big, and there's, like, a lot of energy and, like, that I can't control. Right. Right, like in nature, like you can't. So like the beach is that for me. Like I feel really small because the ocean's so big, and like I don't have control over the ocean. Like it's like a complete, and like being like in like West Texas in the desert, like out in Marfa, like I just feel. When I was in North Dakota, when I went with people to Standing Rock. That's cool. Was a really intense trip for everyone involved, and like I just there was a lot of energy, and like you could just feel the energy from the land. And that first night, um, someone so we went up to the sacred fire, and um, it started snowing. Wow. First time I'd ever seen snow. Really? Yeah, I'd never seen snow before. What? I went to North Dakota. It was snowing, and um, w- one of the women was speaking, and was just like, it was kind of a dig at all the white people that went and were acting stupid, but it, she also meant it for just everyone. She was like, go back home and, like, reflect. Mm-hmm. Like, go back to your land and, like, take care of it and realize what power it has. That's big. That's really big. Yeah. And I was just like, and it resonated with me because I was already feeling that. I was already feeling like we are so connected to this land and that energy affects us so much. I would have been, like, crying. Like, oh, my God, you're right. Yeah. Home, I'm like, what are we doing? What's happening? Yeah, and so it was. It was a lot of that. So in Mexico, did you... And it might have been that moment when you got to the top. But, like, did you feel any change in energy Um, in that land rather than over here? Like, was there any... Oh, definitely. There's just a lot of history. So so the answer to that is yes, um, because the Spaniards built... When they killed Montezuma, they built and took over. They built over, yeah, all those their civilization. So some of in some of the parts of the city, like in in Ciudad de México, um, you can actually see the stuff like uh, the areas where they carved out. And they've sealed it with glass, but you can see the areas, of parts of the building of of this of the. Um, the pyramids, other smaller pyramids mm-hmm. where the Spaniards built, and there's just a lot of history there. And this is really unbelievable how much two societies clash, like one just built on top of the other. Yeah. So, yeah, there was a change indefinitely because I felt the change and I, I learned a lot of the history um, personally, and I was able to see that. There was sort of a, a shift in my way of thinking and feeling the intensity of like man the spiders are really fucked up yeah like colonialism yeah and and then i also was thinking about all like my family my family roots and and one of the reasons i also went was because i wanted to learn more about where my grandparents were from um and i was able to do that and i learned a lot about how my grandparents grew up in um, Michoacan. Um, and I think that was also some part of me had a little bit of closure. So, 
Because everything that I learned from my grandparents, like, where they're from and what, what they used to do and how they lived their life is all hearsay. Yeah. But to be able to actually see the towns, it was definitely, like, another moment of, like, impact. Impact. I was like, oh, my God, I'm here? Like, wow. Yeah, because you're connected to that even right before you went there. Um, so, yeah, I think that... What you're talking about being connected was made it more real and was alive to me yeah. when I went. Like it just, it felt. I felt it. It was just like, and you felt the energy, and, and it was. I don't know. If you have, you know, I highly recommend, especially if you have roots in Mexico. I highly recommend going yeah. and just, just being there and just hanging out and just reading and understanding the history. Because there's a lot. Yeah. There is a lot of history there. Like, the different civilizations, even with just within Mexico, it's, it's, it's a lot. So. Tickled. Yes. That was Say a fake it. shoe. That was a <laughs> shoe. I did. Oh. <laughs> it tickled my nose. But, yeah. I, I definitely want to, want to make a trip. It's beautiful. Over there. It's very, very beautiful. Yeah. It takes a few generations. We were he- we were here for quite a while. Like, Ma- in, or, we were... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We just, yeah. I'm, uh, my, on my dad's I'm first, on my mom, I'm third. On your dad's side, you're first. On your mom's side, you're third. Mm-hmm. Yeah, ours is like three or four generations. But there's a, I, I thought there was a lot more Spanish blood on my mom's side. There's distant, but it's on... No, no, on my dad's side. Because my, gra- my grandma, um, R.I.P., She's very white and like had blue eyes and I was like, oh my god. Oh yeah. Straight up. Uh my great grandma she actually they were from like the Canary Islands or something. Oh that's cool. Yeah. Um, they had I think a lot of Spanish. Yeah. But it's really my mom's side. It makes sense because my mom's really like super white. And so is my grandfather. Like super white. Like white Latinos, white Mexicanos. Yeah. So. Um. White Latinos. What about them? White passing? Yeah. I think they have a, a privilege, for sure. Yeah. I mean, I, I'm one. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm not. I don't know. I don't. I When I'm around white people, people just assume that I'm white. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're white. Pa- you can be white passing. Yeah, um, uh, people think, especially when my hair is curly, people think I'm mixed. They think I'm like Puerto Rican. Uh, when I was in Virginia, a lot of people thought I was like Puerto Rican. Puerto Rican, yeah. Yeah. Mm. Um, that's cool. They also a lot of people thought I was native. That's cool. Native too. people thought I was native. <laughs> yeah, this guy, this guy asked me and uh. And the friend that I was with, if if we were looking for a for a round dance, and I, <laughs> and and I was like, we were like, did he say romance? And I was like, no, I think he said round dance. And she was like, it's the same thing. <laughs> no, it's not. It is not the same thing. Oh, um, I think it might be. No, I thought it isn't. I don't know. Also, that these other. I don't know that lingo then. Yeah. Oh, there is lingo. Man, if I can get her on. Um, ever. Okay. Yeah. We'll, <laughs> we'll have to talk about it. There's, like, lingo and stuff. There definitely is. Yeah. Uh. No, someone asked if we were, uh, fry bread queens. But isn't that, like, rude? That is rude. And racist? I mean, not racist. Just no, they were like native dudes, but it's like, like perfect like. 
Indian housewife type. Like, that's what they were asking. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, I guess if we can make fry bread. We're a keeper. Wow. Rude. Yeah. Sexism and patriarchy. Reminders. Even Como los mexicanos, like, if we, if we can make tortillas. Si ya puedes barrer y limpiar, te puedes pasar. <laughs> Get out of here. Maybe I just like to keep my shit clean, bitch. Damn. Oh, God. Man. Get out of here. Well, I do have to say, I mean, with all the positive things that I saw, there's also a lot of negative because I was there doing the gasoline vessel. Mm. And I was able to see some of the manifestaciones, like the protests that happened yeah. in the Zócalo. That's right. Which is great. And they were very peaceful, nothing, like, ridiculous. Um, but I think that one of the things that really, what I liked was it wasn't just, like, a certain demographic that was participating. It was all peoples. You have kids, and then you had little abuelitas holding their signs and chanting, and you had, like, families, you had single people just walking, and yeah. it was just, like, thousands and thousands of people just protesting um, and and marching. And I was, in the, I was caught in the middle of it, so I just joined them. And they had many, many chants that I learned, but one of my favorites was, Tú que estás mirando, también te están chingando. And I was like, Damn. hell yeah. Fuck yeah. That's why I think, like, in Spanish, like, um, like expressing emotion, you can express express it so well. Tus que estás mirando también te están chingando. Like it's a great rhyme. Yeah. And it means like you that you're watching, they're fucking you too. So it's like, come on, wake the fuck up. Because women should not be gay. Like that was definitely a theme. Because it was a machismo sort of like. How do you how do you mean like? Like, it's more accepted to be gay, a gay man than it is oh, a gay okay. woman. Gotcha. Because you should be having kids and having a husband and, you know, yeah. doing that and not, you know, making out with women, which is hot. And <laughs> I fully support making out with women. Um, what happened when I used to get really, really high? I used to um, listen to classical music. I still do, but... Classical music? Mm -hmm. But I was really particular. I wanted to just hear, like... One night I was like, Oh, man, I just want to hear this piece where, like, the clarinet gets down. It's all clarinet only. (laughs) Or the next day I was like, French horn! Only French horn! (laughs) I don't know, it's weird, but yeah. That is a little weird. Yeah. Yeah. Oh... Somebody said they played a bassoon. That's cool. Have you seen those instruments? Yeah. To me, they're like the ostrich of the <laughs> animal kingdom. Because they're just long and, and no one pays attention to them, but they're just there. <laughs> and then when they make a sound, they're like, oh shit. <laughs> ostrich of the animal That's oh. high talk right there. <laughs> You're having high talk. <laughs> but I feel like you would need like really like white sounding names like welcome to high talk with Megan and Becky welcome to high talk my name's Sally and today we're smoking <laughs> why did you sound like an old lady <laughs> well, I didn't mean to sound like an old lady my welcome to high name Sally oh whoops no so you just buy it I just buy it and I get high <laughs> yeah I was gonna go to school. But then I got You know, I went to a trivia night one night, and that was one of the questions. Name all the activities he was supposed to do, but instead he got high. An Afro (laughs) Man song. And I was like, oh my god, I know the answer to this. This is an amazing question. (laughs) Cause I got high, and cause I got high. Do you remember? It's a good song. I don't remember all the words. No, but what was he supposed to do? Now I can't remember right now because I'm... Hi. Yeah. <laughs> he was supposed to go to class. 
I could have cheated and I could have passed, but I got high. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I can't think. Alright. That could be something for next week for yeah. people that listen. We should just, like, I should just do, get a story from every person, like, for everything he was supposed to do. Yeah, it was, like, name, like, the four or the five things, like, he was supposed to do, but instead he got high. So he was supposed to go take a test at school. Yeah. He was supposed to go do laundry. Yeah, but so I would get a person, like, give me a funny high laundry story. Yeah. Give me a funny high test, you're taking a test story. Yeah. Yeah. I should do that. I think that would be and really get good. different people. It would be like Afro Man. This is a uh, <laughs> like a special. Yeah, a special shout out to when, Afro Man. When is his birthday? We should special do it. Special shout out to Afro Man. And this classic, when, classic, classic um, <laughs> cannabis song that Afro has inspired Man's. the reality. Oh, look, that's and that's a Google search. Afro Man's birthday. <laughs> <laughs> July 28th. That's like in two months. Yeah. So July 28th, uh, special Afro Man um, <laughs> episode, themed episode of Huercas Marihuanas. Yeah. Shout out to Afro Man. I'm going like to start tweeting. I'm going to start getting at him right now. Yeah, I'm mean like, Afro Man. Because I got high. We're celebrating your birthday. <laughs> July 28th. We're doing it. Namre. Afro His name's Joseph. That's a great name. That's a good, like, not getting in trouble name. Like, Joseph. What? That's like a weird not getting in trouble name. Yeah, you know. I guess I'm just thinking about Freakonomics and that book about names. They, like, Stereotype, not stereotype. Yeah. But they do data on like names. <laughs> it's not stereotypes. It's facts. Accordingly, but yeah. What is it? July twenty eighth. July twenty eighth. Stay tuned, ladies and gentlemen. We'll make it an event. I'll have multiple people. Yeah. Yeah. It'll be a round of huercos. Yeah. A round of huercos, celebrating Afro man. That's a good idea. Yeah, we'll make it happen. Um, anything you want to shout out? Anything you want to... Mm. Like people... Well, I had a lot of fun. Thank you for having me. Yeah. Um, I think this is a great opportunity to come and hang out and, and smoke a little bit. Cool. Um, Glad to have you. Yeah. I, Gotta do this again. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's definitely something that... That is that is fun. I already said that. <laughs> I do not work. I don't have a shout out. I just well shout out to everyone who smokes and and living it. You know, living the life. Yeah. And that's great. Keep on doing it. I'm with you in solidarity. Um. <laughs> uh, well, thanks to Terka Terka for being an amazing co-host and telling us some great stories. Um. Remember to check us out on SoundCloud uh, or our website. Our website would be best. <laughs> uh, um And check me out on Instagram at wedka underscore OG. Um, or Whoop. search it and then he hashtags because I hashtag it that. And this will be going up very soon. Maybe tomorrow. Wow. Yeah. Um... For my friends out there, uh, review on iTunes. Um, I don't know how hard or easy that is, but it helps when you're searching and stuff like that. Um, so, like, if even people are, like, just looking for a podcast about pot, I might pop up there. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, review us on, on iTunes if you are an iTunes listener. Um, like us on SoundCloud. And stay high. Yeah, keep burning. Resist. Yes. Constantly resistance. And we will see you next week. Bye. Bye.